here, just on the safe side. All right, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken the Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And today, my good friend Lisa Barnett is back with us, and we're going to be talking about quantum healing through your Akashic Record. And so part of what we're going to talk about is uh, we're going to learn how you can update your Akashic Record. We're going to learn about quantum healing. We're going to talk about um, how or are soul contracts written for life <laughs> and how we make them and how to know when they're complete and how we can change them maybe. Plus, we're going to be receiving healing, clearing, and energy transmissions from the Akashic Masters. So that's all fun, fun, fun. Um, and for those of you who don't know Lisa Burnett, She's been on our show many times, I think since 2013. Um, so I love it. I love it when Lisa's back on our show. And she is an internationally known teacher, consultant, and founder of Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom. She is a clear channel of divine wisdom, an energy master, and spiritual teacher. And Lisa brings more than 25 years of spiritual counseling and energetic healing to her clients and students. She incorporates information from your soul's library, the Akashic Record, with energetic healing on a soul level to help you break through blocks, clear pain, fear, and karma to create the life your heart and soul desires. So yay, awesome. Lisa, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Alara. I always love to see you and get to hang out with you and all these lovely people who are here with us today or who will be listening or watching later on, but um, always so fun. So thanks for having me back on. Oh, absolutely. And I'm so glad that you're like, back from your trip to Egypt. So can I ask you, did you have to um, quarantine or something when you got back? Nope, didn't nope. have to quarantine. So this was kind of interesting because um, we had to have a COVID test within 48 hours of landing in, in Cairo in Egypt. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was very interesting, about 50 people got, um, were not let on the plane going to Cairo because wow. they didn't have a new enough COVID test or wasn't printed out or wasn't in English or you know whatever the different, I mean, there was a bunch of rules. Hmm. So, but coming home, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, when we landed in Frankfurt, they said, you know, you needed to fill out a form so they could find you mm -hmm. if anyone on the plane had COVID. Yeah. Um, they, we had to fill, we filled one out also, but nobody ever asked for it when we flew back into the U.S. So oh, I, I okay. filled one out, but I never gave it to anyone. <laughs> so, so there was no anything, no recommendation. They didn't take where I was going or any of my information. They didn't, you know, so. Interesting, because anyway, I know that when, when yeah. I went to Canada in, when was it, May, June? I forget. I had to fill out that form, right? And, right. Um, and they took it, you know, and when I came back here, I had to fill out a form and they took it, but, you know, they wanted to make sure that you're actually quarantining, that everything's okay. And if you have questions, like, you know, like they were being really cautious, I think, at that time. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Not so much coming back to the U.S. Going into other countries, definitely. <laughs> anyway. yeah. Yeah. So no comment there. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all good. Well, I quarantine anyway, because I came home and I just yeah. at home for, yeah. you know, now yeah. <laughs> for the next couple of months, right? So <laughs> Exactly. Um, all good. But it was, you know, everything, it was interesting to travel. You have to wear a mask, you know, mm -hmm. all the time on an airplane. Um, yeah. Everyone in Egypt had their masks on in the hotels and restaurants and, and, and even at the temples when you go through, you know, and you, they take your ticket and all the, everybody had masks on. So mm. even 
No, we actually felt very safe. No one certainly that was in our group of 22 got sick mm -hmm. in two weeks or so we were there. So awesome. it was an amazing experience to be able to, to have that um, really alone time in all of these sacred sites and temples. So it was beautiful. And I'm happy to see that people are coming back to Egypt because you know, so many countries really depend on, on tourism mm -hmm. and, and yeah. all the people, all the vendors who totally live on, on, you know, selling their, um, their gifts have not ha had anybody buying anything for the last four or five months. So, for sure. um, so it was, so we spent a lot. <laughs> we did our fair share of shopping. I love your jewelry. I do love your Egyptian jewelry that you're wearing. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You know, now in hindsight, I wish I bought more. Now that I'm home, I'm like, oh, what was I thinking? <laughs> I should have bought more. <laughs> it's all good. Next well, time. next time, right? Next time. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good. So, <laughs> yeah, I did. I was looking at all your pictures on Facebook. It's like, oh my gosh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's like, wow, the energy, you know? So that was awesome. I'm so, I'm so glad you shared all of that with us. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, and, and I'm going to do a slideshow soon. So I'm going to, I'll send out a, an invite to you, Alara, when I do yes. my little Zoom slideshow. If you Awesome. That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> more of my hundreds of photos. Yes. Oh my God. I can just imagine. Um, okay. So today we are talking about quantum healing through the Akashic Records, right? Yeah. So I think most people now who are on these shows are familiar with the Akashic Records, right? They know what they are. They know uh, they've either worked with them themselves or they've been to somebody who accesses the Akashic Records for them. But, um, but just briefly, I guess, in case yep. there are new people, do you want to just quickly talk about the Akashic Records? Absolutely. So... Um, each person has their very own personal Akashic record, and that is the recording of your soul's journey throughout time. So everything you've ever um, done or been, every planet or place, whether it was here on Earth or your Pleiadian or Syrian, whatever starseed you are, we're all starseeds. Mm -hmm. um, all of these lives are recorded in your personal Akashic record, and you have your very own um, Akashic record keepers, beings of light that are just pure source energy. They've never been human. They have no judgment. They're not, you know, um, you know, they're, so they're just here to support us, to guide mm -hmm. us, to help us. And so we all have our own personal Akashic guides or record keepers, as I call them, because they're not angels. They're not anything else. So that's something yeah. that I find people, um, find a little bit confusing sometimes, but, um, but it's very powerful, which is why I love to teach people to access their very own Akashic record so they can have that guidance and wisdom every day from, you know, their own library, their soul's plan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, um, you know, I'm always curious about, okay, you know, we know what's written there, right? But now, is it possible that we can actually update or rewrite our Akashic record? Yes, you know, so what I've seen, and, and like I say, I've been doing, you know, this sort of work for over 20 years. I was an energy healer um, for 10 years before the record keepers started yelling at me. They were getting my attention for about five years. They were loud. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I first started all these years ago, 
things felt more a little bit more like it was just about the information mm -hmm. so you know we could ask questions and get information and then um the record keepers my record keeper said please start a school because we want you to teach people how to heal through the akashic records because i did that i was a healer i'm a healer at heart i started as a healer and then and then found the record keepers kept speaking to me so i started to um, access them mm -hmm. consciously uh unconsciously for about five years but so what they said is is that because the akashic record is stored in source energy it's it's really all of that pure you know source vibration mm -hmm. which is the quantum field of everything so when we go into that that source realm that holds the akashic records that holds the akash then we can do healing from that place of you know divine light and because there's no time and space we can move really we move outside of time and space mm -hmm. we can go into past lives we can rewrite lifetimes we can heal trauma and pain that is blocking you now we can go into the future and often i'll find that it's helpful to reclaim um, energy that we've projected out into the future that no longer serves us mm -hmm. so that's kind of an interesting idea if you kind of imagine that maybe when you were um a little child you might have you know of course we see the world as children and so we think i want you know whatever that i want to live in that castle and i want that you know whatever life mm -hmm. yeah um and there's a part of that energy we've actually put into what we call the future out into that and that um energetic pattern and and we can get our energy stuck there so sometimes when i work with a client who says why can't i um you know find uh, a, a a beautiful you know soul person you know soul family member or so, mm -hmm. somebody that i have a soul contract with to have this um this supportive spiritual life and when we go into the records we see that there's a lot of old stories that we thought we wanted when we were you know six or 16 or yeah. even you know 26 right so we have these layers of energy that is out there kind of in front of us so in a way it's almost blocking what we think we want now mm -hmm. so being able to move into the quantum field and do that healing from the no time space you know place continuum um is very powerful and and simple really pretty simple and and profound so all told it it's a great thing to do so for example you know i remember what one time i wanted to be a psychologist you know not so much anymore right so that energy i can now bring back to utilize in my present reality right right that's, right. What, you're, that's what you're saying yeah, yeah right so we're really reclaiming it which is beneficial because we're bringing it back into you know this present moment yeah and so reclaiming that it's it's just like when um when i do past life healing the reason that it's there's many reasons why it can be very profound but one is because we um because of traumas and like emotional pain and you know traumatic deaths or lifetimes 
we often splinter a piece of our soul off, mm -hmm. right? And then that, that energy is kind of lost to us as a soul. So our soul is not 100%. It might be, you know, 98% or 85%, right? Depending on how traumatic our yeah. lives have been through time. Yeah. And so um, this is why soul retrieval is very helpful, useful for people. And that's why I do um, the version that the Akashic Record Keepers gave me, which I just call Akashic Soul Retrieval, mm -hmm. to heal that emotional pain, heal the energy that's... Um, you know, keeping you from accessing also the information or the wisdom or the learning and growth you have from that life because it's, it's walled off by, you know, barbed wire or splintered off and you can't access it. So as we um, can heal that and, and bring again that splintered part of your soul back into the unified field of your soul, that gives you physical energy back in this life, but it also gives you energetic information, sometimes memories, um, gifts and talents that you've lost. They can all be really reclaimed. And, and again, it's really bringing it into um, the, the bigger oversoul, but also into the, that aspect of you that's having this, this experience at this point. Right, and which, you know, is the most important part because, you know, this is what we, came here to do was to be embodied in this physical reality and create, you know, create here and now. Um, yeah, awesome. I love that. And so, you know, we were talking about, you know, at the beginning, how um, if we can change or update the Akashic Records, but also it's like, you know, before we came here, you know, before we incarnated, you know, we made an agreement with ourselves, you know, with our higher self, our team, you know, we made a plan of some sort that we were going to learn from or experience right and right. so sometimes i wonder it's like what was i thinking right and um so can you talk a little bit about that about that the soul plan of you know what we were wanting to create or experience and why we would want to you know write a new one you know i mean i know like for example my whole life has completely changed and so it's like i don't even know what i might have written in my soul plan because it's like my life from when I was younger to now is like a complete 180, you know? So like, I have no idea anymore, but is that possible that we can find out what our soul plan was and update it and change it? Um, yes. So one of the things the record keepers always say is that nothing is written in stone, right? Mm -hmm. So it would just be like um, imagining you wrote a business plan before you started your business. But once you started your business, you met a wonderful person and you, you got a partner, which you hadn't planned in the beginning. And they mm -hmm. have, you know, XYZ information. And so yeah. your yeah. plan is changing. You may, you know, rewrite or you may not that business plan, right? Right. Yeah. Um, it's really similar, I think, in that way to um, a soul plan. But I think the important part about writing a soul plan is that before we come to earth, there are gifts and talents we want to bring with us. There are, um, which we often call our, our soul purpose, mm -hmm. right? And it's, it's more than one purpose. It's mm -hmm. a lot of gifts and talents and different things you want to do. And so there are soul contracts. There's people we want to spend time with. There's people we want to support. 
there's people we also want to help um, grow for them to grow. So you often will say um, something like, uh, I will be your mother and I will support you through, you know, learning this challenge that you've had or that we've shared in another lifetime. And so you write a soul contract to say with your children mm -hmm. and often with your parents. So, but a lot, and, and sometimes they're big lifetime um, plans and some of them are very small. Same thing with um, you know, soul contracts. It could be a very short soul contract. I always um, think that uh, people who write a contract to, you know, have a child but mm -hmm. not have the say the the baby daddy, right? I had that one night stand and had this baby. Those are very interesting soul contracts because you'll often contract with that person to right. be the father of your child and not to have a relationship with them mm -hmm. or with, you know, even with them, with the child. So they mm -hmm. may have only a contract with you and not with the child. So. But we forgot that when, when we came here, <laughs> because sometimes, you know, we, you know, not, you know, like I can just imagine it, like, you know, if I had a one night stand and I got pregnant or even if it wasn't a one night stand, if I knew the person pretty well, but still it's like, I don't want to have a relationship with him, but still we kind of sometimes get like upset like why isn't he in our in our lives why isn't he supporting why isn't he doing this right so when we're here we don't remember that that we, that we only made this whole contract for that piece not all of life right 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 exactly so so to me when we can go into our akashic records and say do i have a soul contract with this person did i have you know mm -hmm. were we meant to be together and the record keepers say no you had a short-lived soul contract and it was much more about having the child than yeah. about having the relationship yeah. and what i find for most people is that when we realize um that our soul was really planning that it, it just kind of um helps us to let go of our old preconceived ideas about how things are supposed to be mm -hmm. And it's kind of a relief in the end, right? It's like, oh, good. I don't have to worry that I screwed up, that I didn't have that relationship or that this, that my child doesn't have that father or, you know, any of the above. And I would say that um, probably so many single mothers are happy to be single mothers. It's, you know, it may be much more difficult or challenging or, you know, um, in life in general to not have another person helping out mm -hmm. but in the end they realize they have this very deep connection a very deep soul contract with the child um and that that was what they contracted to do yeah. and yeah. it can get very complicated i mean we actually write soul contracts to have um say physical emotional or um you know mental cognitive um challenges or disabilities right we choose to to say um, parent a child that may um, be on the autistic spectrum or have a physical um, disability, right? So um, we often will think, why would I, why would I either choose to parent or choose to be that? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it really is about our soul growth, and our soul growth isn't just you know learning to be nicer. It's about everything, right? Yeah. It's about the physical form. It's about the, you know, our, our, um, 
cognitive abilities. And, and, you know, we live hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lives. I always say probably most people that I have read have lived somewhere between 500 and 800 lives on earth alone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not That's counting all the other lives and places yeah. and planes yeah. and dimensions, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's a lot. Like we've been around, you know? <laughs> right. For thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And a lot of people go back to Atlantis or Lemuria or, you know, mm -hmm. um, go back pre, you know, 25,000 years pre this round of humans. We may have been here in a earlier, you know, kind of um, uh, human form, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, 30,000 years ago or something like that. So um, we are ancient. And I, and I think that's one thing that can be very helpful for people to realize is that we truly are so much more really ancient and wise and gifted mm -hmm. than we usually ever give ourselves credit for. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, but I mean, let's face it, before I met you, right, before I started doing, doing these shows, I don't think I ever heard of the Akashic Records because I was not brought up in that way, right? So I never heard of the Akashic Records, right? So for those types of people like myself, my family, for example, they would never know anything about soul contracts. They, you know, they wouldn't know anything about what's going on really, right? And that they can change it or find out more information or anything like that. They wouldn't even know. So it's just interesting how much more open we all are, those of us who are on these calls, right? how much more open we are and how much we have available to us as resources. Yes. To oh, support right. us. You know, but it's also time and history. And I think it's really, you know, important to, to, um, to remember that and to write even, you know, be so excited, even as challenging as this year has been. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're here for a huge change. We're here going from really, you know, one age into another age. So um, one of the things the Akashic Record Keeper said to me a very long time ago is they said that the Akashic Records were pulled away um, from Earth in the Dark Ages, which was about 1000 AD. And it wasn't until, you know, the 19... Oh, what was it about 60s, you know, late yeah. 60s, 70s, as we really started to move into the age of Aquarius, as we started to move into this new astrological age, which realigns the earth to the galactic center and really changes, uh, you know, a lot of configurations in that mm -hmm. way. So in the dark ages, you know, which lasted for quite a few hundred years, um, we misuse the information. So they literally pulled the energy away so that people could not easily access their records any longer. Yeah. And so we forgot about it. So when it's, so when, you know, 1960s, 70s rolled around, it was really ancient esoteric information. So when I started talking about this, you know, um, in 2000 and, and getting on, um, on radio shows or telesummits and, and everything, you know, people, 90% of the people I said Akashic Records to kind of 
glass like glassy eyed or like I have no idea what you said <laughs> like mm -hmm. what was that word um and so really for years and years and years and years I've been kind of you know waiting for this moment and now it's becoming definitely much more common mm -hmm. certainly in the spiritual world um yeah. and and I'm writing my new book um to help to try and bring it more mainstream wow this will be book number three book number three <laughs> Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I forgot to mention at the beginning about taking questions from uh, the listeners, from people who are here. Um, will you be taking caller questions? Um, you know, what I do love to do, I, you know, I see one question in there about um, what's in your Akashic records. It takes a few minutes to open someone's records and it's actually kind of a deep and private yeah. process. And so I don't tend to do that on calls because it's too public. But what I love to do is to do some group healing. Mm -hmm. So um, we can do group healing. And so if you have like a challenge that's showing up, um, you know, I see one, one about a challenging relationship with a person from a poor country, right? So we can do some, some clearing around money beliefs and abundance and ancestral lineage. And um, I can teach you a nice tool around relationships. So, so I love to do some group work for everybody that everybody yeah. has relationships in their life, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, yeah, instead of spending 15 minutes answering one question for one person, then we yeah. can, you know, we could do 15 minutes of group healing. Yeah, absolutely. And if you do, if, if you have a general question about the Akashic Records or anything like that, absolutely, yeah. you know, um, raise your hand or type the, your question in the chat um, as well. Because, you know, even though Lisa cannot go into your Akashic Records, she's pretty psychic and pretty intuitive. <laughs> That's true, <is>. right? Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, you know, do feel free to ask something, but you know, keep it, don't just ask what's in my records because we can't go into your records, right? So right. it has to be something specific so that, you know, if there is, you know, if, if from that question, we can do a healing, that would be awesome. You know, healing for everybody, right? So that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, it, but we'll get to that in just a sec. Um, but I, I wanted to just go back really quickly about, um, about updating, right? Uh, the soul plan or, um, uh, and the soul contract, because I still want to know, for example, you know, can we rewrite our soul plan? We, we can change it. We can write something new. And how do we know when a soul contract is complete? I mean, I know with relationships, sometimes you just know, I mean, like, you know, I've divorced twice. So obviously those contracts <laughs> were complete. Right. <laughs> um, but you know, like even like for, and, and I've noticed like how some friendships, They've just like, people have just disappeared, right? So obviously those soul, soul contracts have also completed, right? Is that how you know that a soul contract is complete? Yeah, so I what I find right now, um, one of the things we're experiencing a lot of is um, people uh, either disappearing or mm -hmm. new people showing up. And that's very vibrational. So kind of in the more general relationship um, category, um, as we raise our vibration, we're, we're connecting to, calling to us, people of a matching vibration. And as we raise our vibration, people who can't, you know, match you, can't raise theirs, they're just going to 
you know, lose interest usually. It's just like, I don't have anything in common with you anymore. And so we just don't talk. And then before you know it, you're like, I haven't seen that person in five years. I wonder what happened. <laughs> and and yeah. it's, you know, it's all fine. It's all good. That is really the way of life. And I think we're kind of blessed to really have these bigger um, groups and connections compared to, you know, back in the olden days where you lived in a village all your life and you couldn't dump those people. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, in that way, I, I'm a big fan of just, yes, letting it go, loving them, blessing them, forgiving them if there's anything to forgive. Yeah. And, you know, to just move on with ease and grace. But um, so relationships, I would say, you know, of course, um, when I do an Akashic reading and healing session for a client or I teach my students, you really can have a very clear conversation with your Akashic record keepers. And so often I'll have a client come to me, they'll say, you know, I've been married 28 years and we've just, I, we have nothing in common anymore. Um, is my soul contract over? And we ask that of the record keepers. And sometimes they'll say, yes, you know, it's been over for 10 years. It was over when your children left the house, you know, kind yeah. of 15 years ago. Um, and sometimes it's not. And they actually will give you kind of this advice to, to work at um, there's something to learn. There's a support contract that's still valid. And to kind of see if you can find a way to come back together and find a common interest again, instead of just bailing. And, you know, again, the, the thing is that the record keepers always say there is no right or wrong. If you have a relationship that doesn't get completed, that that soul contract on your part, you didn't learn what you came to learn or something, you know, wasn't completed, somebody else will show up and give you that opportunity, right? Yeah. Yeah. So often people will come to me and they'll say, all my relationships start out good and they always end up this way, right? They find they have this ongoing pattern with all their relationships. And it's because they're not um, coming to a point of understanding, of seeing the truth, of understanding the pattern in that moment that they are whatever it might be that is happening with the two people. It would be different for different people. But um, when we can say, oh, every time I get in a relationship and I'm comfortable, I then ignore that person and go my own way and they get bored and leave. So I'm seeing that every time I get in a nice relationship, then they leave me. So when you can understand what's your aspect of that, you know, what are you doing or, or what else is happening in that relationship, then we can change it. And then we complete that. It's like a karmic cycle or, or it's an energetic pattern. Um, and then once we can, you know, see it, understand it, change it, mm -hmm. it's done and on you all go and you won't have that again. Right. So to me, it's, um, the record keepers are like, um, having your own personal therapist who knows not just your life, but knows all of your lifetime and can look at these patterns from one life to another and say, you know, you, you have this repeating pattern. So look at it, yeah. do some work around it, you know, and, um, and then you'll be free of it. And that's part of what we talk about when we talk about karmic patterns is something that keeps happening again and again and again. We often feel like we're getting punished or, um, or our life is really hard because, you know, it is yeah. because yeah. we are stuck in those patterns. So we can rewrite all of those. Um, 
what I would say is that we can choose, of course, you can have a, um, a soul contract that isn't done and we can choose to just complete it, right? You, it, the record keepers might say, well, you might try, you know, either some therapy or some this or some, you know, energy healing together, finding common ground, this and that. And you could say, because we have free will first and, you know, foremost, mm -hmm. you can say, yeah, I don't want to bother. I'm out. And, and you know what, the end of the, the end game really is that either you might have another relationship that has some of those patterns you didn't finish, or you may end up with that person in another lifetime. So to me, sometimes it's like, hmm, I want to do everything I can to complete a soul contract so I don't have to relive it again and again. Exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Because even in another lifetime, I don't want to go through the same stuff again. I mean, I'm never, I'm not going back. I already said right. last lifetime. I'm, I'm not going back. Been there, done that. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it seems like most of the questions are about relationships that in, okay. in the in the chat, which is interesting, right? Um, yeah. But one of the questions was about. Um, Debbie's asking, are we able to end a soul contract ourselves? So, okay. So, oh. so if I have a soul contract with, let's say my brother, for example, can I end that soul contract myself? Um, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, this is one of the reasons I teach people to access their own Akashic records because I think it makes it really easy because mm -hmm. you have this divine guidance of your record keepers and they can help you and energetically they can help to kind of move outside of time and space because sometimes it's a contract that you might have had for more than one life. And so when I do healing, I will ask them to burn all the old soul contracts that are no longer valid. Yeah. And that really frees up a ton of our energy. So we can absolutely learn to do it. Um, and, you know, if we're very psychic, intuitive, energetic, you know, a, a healer, I mean, you could sit down in meditation and ask, what is this soul contract about? Is it complete? You know, and, and what, what do I need to know or um, what's important for me to do? you know, to end this, to complete this contract. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely kind of uh, for everyone, it depends a little bit on kind of where you are on your spiritual path. You know, if you have uh, some of those tools in your tool belt already, or if you don't, I'll talk more about my, my upcoming online workshop, right? Cause yep. I love to teach people to do this. I think that's the record keepers were like, that's the most important, amazing, um, empowerment tool yeah, absolutely. Um, out there in the world. So, yeah, so you can. <laughs> yes. Short answer, yes. Yes, we can. Absolutely. And so let's talk a little bit about the quantum healing. What does that look like and, and how can we use that quantum healing for ourselves in our records for, you know, um, our present life, but also, you know, our past life, our future life, lives, you know, whether they're here or somewhere else. Can that quantum healing help on all levels? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, basically when we start to move into the Akashic field, we're moving out of this plane and dimension, just actually by learning to go into the Akashic records. So we're moving into the vibration of divine source, which is always part of the quantum field. So just by learning to read your own records, you are moving into the quantum field. You, um, we come into a place that is so beautiful because we come out of our kind of 
um, human realm of, you know, mental and, and judgment and, you know, right or wrong and all these kinds of things. When we move into this beautiful source energy, it feels like everything is perfect just as it is. So it's one, a beautiful energy to hang out in, but two, it's a very powerful energy because you are outside of time and space. And so, um, of course, when I, again, teach my workshop in the second workshop, first one, you learn how to read your own records. And the second one, I really teach you how to move in that quantum field back and forth outside of time and space to clear the emotional pain, to clear the trauma, to upgrade and update your records, um, to really have these deep um, conversations with your record keepers. And because you're in that vibration, you don't need to learn some other tool. Um, you don't have to practice some other tool for years. It's really part and parcel of being in your own Akashic records is being and seeing, understanding, feeling that you're in the Akashic realm, and then asking your record keepers to help you update these um, soul contracts to help to release a lot of this old emotional pain and trauma. So I teach all of these kind of aspects as we go, um, you know, through my workshops. And so it can be so useful to reclaim your gifts and talents, to step more fully into your soul purpose, to understand all these contracts you have with all these different people, and then to, um, and then to do the healing around them and reclaiming of your energy. So it really helps us. And it's very fun to kind of hang out in the quantum field instead of in this 3D world, right? <laughs> of course, absolutely. <laughs> so Angela's asking about um, soul contracts with specific organizations, government bodies, even workplaces. You know, mm. do, can, can we end those or change those as well? Not just with people? Right, yeah, interesting. Um, so yes, absolutely, we can, um, so there's a couple different aspects of the Akashic Records. Of course, you've got your own um, soul records, but you can also open the records if you have your own business, you can open the records of your business. Mm -hmm. You can open kind of the records of your ancestral lineage. So we often do lineage healing, um, right back through the lineage. I, that kind of goes back to someone else's question um, I'll kind of get to. But um, yeah, sometimes, so we can ask because I think that we, we sometimes are here to, um, to learn something, but also sometimes we're here to help to change something, which could be about a specific organization or government body. We might be working in the government or we might be working in say banking or a lawyer or some sort of um, big organization. And we're there to raise the vibration and, and hold that higher energy to help to transform the world with greater ease. And so we can certainly ask if it's in our highest and best interest to and that, right? Mm -hmm. So what I see for a lot of people is, is I have a lot of clients who, you know, might have been in some kind of corporate job or um, government job or, weren't you in government for a while? I was, yes, yeah, I was. Yeah, you were. 
right? Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then we go in the records and we say, you know, is it time? Is this the highest and best time for me to leave my, you know, government job? Am I done holding the light for them? <laughs> do I get to do hold the light in a different way? And yeah. of course, often the answer will be yes, because you, you know, you will have kind of done your part there. You've learned whatever it was you came to learn. You've been of service in that way. And now your desire is to go on, like for you, to be in service in a more um, direct spiritual way, holding that light in a more direct sort of way with your mm -hmm. telesummits and the healing work and everything that you do. Yeah, absolutely. So, and sometimes they say, not yet. We still need you there. <laughs> <laughs> we don't yeah. want the banking system to fall apart at the moment, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I think most of the time, if you are asking that question, you probably already have an inkling that, yeah, it's time to make a change, right? Right, right. Often. Yeah, absolutely. And I have, you know, um, you know, I work with a lot of clients, a lot of students kind of come to me with that question because they would like to quit their corporate job and, you know, start doing Akashic Record um, readings because I, I train people to be Akashic consultants also. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting how much they might say, you know, about six or eight months, you know, it's important sometimes for you to, you know, shift the the energy and the focus in your business and, you know, really build up your business before you um, maybe quit your day job yeah, or whatever sure. the, you know, whatever all of these different things are about. And sometimes it's about a, a bigger contract that you might have with the government or yeah. with the banking. So um, it's interesting to get to ask those questions specifically and to get a very specific answer, you know, which by having a consultation or learning to access your own record. So it's, it's the thing to me that is a little bit different with the records is that you could have an inkling that it's kind of time because you're interested and that's absolutely perfect and valid. Mm -hmm. But I also love the fact that I can go and ask a really specific question like, is it time yet? Am I done yet? What else do I have to do? Is there something else for me to learn? when is the highest and best time and get real like auditory answers yeah or visual answers yeah or, absolutely you know. and that's the thing when you when you get the answers it's like oh yes 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 finally i'm getting an answer because a, a lot of times people are asking these questions of themselves quite a bit before they actually go and talk to somebody else right or they right. learn themselves they've been asking and asking and asking you know and then finally when they get the answer it's like yes finally yay it's time for change it's time for movement um, right. absolutely and then we all also always have to remember kind of you know that we are we're not here alone right we're mm -hmm. part of this huge collective and so it was interesting i asked just yesterday i think i'm working on my third book and i was feeling that i was supposed to have it done by Feb by november so i was kind of pushing myself to get this done yeah. and it's it's three quarters done so it wouldn't be too big of a push to get it you know, write whatever, 25 more pages and, and send it to my editor. So I, I said, I asked the records, I opened my, my records uh, and I said, you know, highest and best. And they said, um, right now it's better for you to wait until the winter, spring, I get February, March, mm -hmm. because it will be like lost in the noise. Yeah. 
Got of it. what's going on in the world right now. So between COVID and of course here in the US, the elections coming up and whatever <laughs> all of that means between now and the end of the year, mm -hmm. um, they were like, wait. I was like, thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, it's nice. I don't have to guess. I don't have to keep pushing myself for November and then go, why, why, why didn't anybody notice it or whatever it was? You yeah. know, so yeah. 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 Cool. I love it. Thank you. Um, all right. So oh, where were we? Let me just, just, just regroup for a second. Cause it's like, I love how we, we can talk about so many different things and there's like so much more that we can talk about, but, I, but what about, um, and we talked about contracts, we talked about the soul plan. We talked about, um, what about vows? And you know, when we have vows, can the quantum healing also help with yeah. deleting those vows if we don't need the canceling those vows if we don't need them anymore or rewriting the vows i mean let's face yes. it sometimes you know we might want to just tweak it you know <laughs> or burn it in my or opinion burn it. <laughs> yeah. yes absolutely because it's really the same kind of thing and what i would say is that every this whole soul plan and these vows and these soul contracts and all of this information is because it is written in this Akashic field, mm -hmm. the record keepers can help us to, I ask them to burn the vows because so many of us, and this kind of goes back to um, Carol's question about, um, say, a relationship uh, with a person from a poor country. And often mm -hmm. we take on that, um, those beliefs, the ancestral beliefs, right? The, and also the, the conscious and unconscious beliefs. And so um, we can clear some of that and those different vows many of us have taken because we've been spiritual in so many different lives. Yeah. I would say that I don't know that I've ever read somebody who, who had money um, challenges who didn't have a vow of poverty from some mm -hmm. lifetime where they were a monk or a nun or a priest or a <laughs> so burning those vows. Now, the nice thing is, is that we've become smart enough to write our marriage vows until death do us part, which we right. can obviously speed up. Um, you know, yeah. but they don't go on from lifetime to lifetime, but where vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience that we've taken with the churches have no end. And so it is very important to actually, I see the record keepers burn them. They look like um, parchment scrolls mm -hmm. yep. and they'll, I'll, I'll see a little bonfire of parchment scrolls that they burn for me. That's like all these different vows of poverty or, or obedience. I don't want any vows of obedience anymore either. Right? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so interesting. You know, what just came up for me as we were talking about the marriage, marriage vows. So, you know, like I've been married twice in a Christian type of wedding and once uh, a, a Hindu wedding, you know, like that was the first one. But that one, when I got divorced, it wasn't the Hindu thing. It was, you know, I got divorced in a Canadian court. But um, a Hindu ceremony is for seven, seven lifetimes. <laughs> so it's like, I know, I just thought of that now. I was like, oh, crap. Wow. wow. <laughs> if you haven't burned those vows, I would. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking too. It's like, oh crap, I need to burn those vows. Yeah. Well, that, let's do that as a, a group healing. So we can just open the records of the group, right? And just come together in this energy. And we can ask all of our own personal record keepers, because we've kind of shifted us all into this vibration, to burn any vows, um, any marriage vows that are stuck out there throughout time, space, continuum. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. that, you know, and I always laugh because, um, no, I'm going to celebrate my 30th anniversary this year with my husband. But back in the beginning, he's actually a romantic, much more romantic than me. And he would say, I will love you forever. And I'd say, yeah. please don't, don't <laughs> say that. But the thing is, love, I love is one thing. It. You can love one each other and unconditional love forever. That's fine. But I don't, I don't want to be tied to you forever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So very often that I will love you forever kind of creates this energy about I'll also be with you forever. So yeah. Yeah. not just seven lives. Um, <laughs> now, I know he's also part of my soul family. So we've been running around the galaxies forever anyway. But mm -hmm. I'm still like, just don't, we don't need to add any more layers. We're all good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, next time I want to try something different. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's, that was really eye opening for me right here, right, right now, guys, I, I never uh, thought about that, you know, and the burning of the vows. I've always, you know, talked about canceling vows, you know, like ripping apart vows or contracts, but I've never really thought about the burning of the vows. Um, and how important that can be, <laughs> you know, how important that can be. So yeah, I love it. New yeah. process coming up. So <laughs> for people. Um, all right, so I think we've oh, wow talked a lot about a lot of stuff. Is there anything else you want to talk about the quantum healing with regards to the acoustic records and what we can heal and what we can't, maybe? Um, sure. And if anybody has any specific questions about kind of quantum healing, you can pop that in the chat. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, to me, it is it's just kind of a very um, expansive, right? infinite level of everything and so uh when i do it often when i'm in the in the records it's i kind of see it like i'm in the middle of a big spinning ball mm -hmm. and when the record keepers say clear those three past lives it's almost like they pop out of the spinning ball right because it's not a timeline it's yeah. always and now yeah and so it's interesting to be able to kind of easily grab them ask about what's the specific of each one um clear the emotional pain and trauma right all those times we got killed you know burned at the stake killed for being a healer um whatever all died of starvation because you know of extreme poverty you know life has been challenging on this planet forever let me just mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> so there's lots of things to heal in there and so but we can do it really easily and very quickly and so um we can get very uh very quick um you know energy shifts and and changes and feel lighter and feel the energy open and and feel and then we always want to fill you back up again with your highest akashic information wisdom your highest physical level energy and then we can also fill you up with the um any new physical blueprints or genetic codes that are ready to come in now that we've cleared some other things so okay. we'll do that all um with you in a group mm -hmm. healing awesome and so Kat, oh, yeah. Kat's asking an interesting question. Why don't we cancel these vows contracts before we reincarnate? It's about learning. Mm -hmm. So the main reason that we come to earth is to learn, mm -hmm. to grow, to become a wiser soul. Yeah. <laughs> and so it literally is about, um, you know, we can live in many other realms and planets and uh, dimensions that are lovely, mm -hmm. right? But 
you don't learn a lot in that in that blissful state, right? So as a soul, I mean, that's really why we individuated from source to have a journey, to have these experiences, all of these experiences, you know, yeah. and, um, and in, in the end, right, soul growth is the, is the uh, you know, end game. So mm -hmm. that's what we're doing. And that's why it takes a while because there's so many things to do and be and learn and experience. And it's easy for us to get stuck in a pattern. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's not, you know, you don't get any soul growth if you just randomly clear everything. And one of the reasons, again, that I find the Akashic Records is it very profound is not only can we heal it in this quantum level, but mm -hmm. we can get a lot of information about it so that we can understand it and go, okay, I get that, you know, and sometimes they'll say it's important for you to do some forgiveness work or, mm -hmm. um, you know, what, whatever their, uh, their little, you know, um, uh, homework is for you. Often they'll have some form of homework, healing prayers, forgiveness prayers, um, you know, t spend more time in your heart, being compassionate for everyone around you, more self-love, all of these sorts of things help us to really grow as a soul. And so that's kind of part of it where if we randomly heal things for other people or even for ourselves, like, let me just heal all the karma. Well, the karma is there because you want to learn and understand and grow around it. So yeah. if you just delete it and you don't see it anymore, say it'll recreate itself because you didn't get the lesson. You didn't get the learning and the growth. So hopefully that makes sense. Kind of why we don't just Mm -hmm. delete it all i'd Absolutely. love to but i know right we would love to <laughs> <laughs> yeah um beth did you have a question you I, you are unmuted and there's some some sort of symbol beside your name which i don't understand it's like a clock i've never seen that before beth oh, here's it did you hear some beth oh never mind no gone okay i, I don't know what that was that was weird anyways um, okay. So Tiffany has kind of a good question, which is, um, how do you know you are truly in the records that mm -hmm. it's not your, you know, egoic mind? And it's absolutely something um, that I teach in my workshop. And this is why it's a 12 hour workshop, not a two or three hour workshop. And we practice and I answer questions and I give you five different tools to help you. Um, and I even have two pages in the, in the, out of the 40 page manual that is about, am I really in my Akashic records? How do I know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, you know, part of the answer is that I give you an access um, prayer, which is a vibrational key to literally energetically move from this space and realm up into that Akashic realm. And so it's not about meditating for an hour or 25 years. It's about, I teach a five-step wisdom prayer system. So they're five simple steps. And so it's kind of linear. And, um, and, and then we go through and do exercises and processes. So you start to get it. So you're receiving information, you're, you're getting information. Um, we do processes when we're outside of the records and we ask a question and we get it from either our intuition or our egoic mind or our personality, whatever. And then we open the records and we ask that same question again. 
and you're going to get a different answer mm -hmm. 99% of the time. Sometimes it's similar, but much deeper or bigger. And often it's really very different. So we practice, oh, this is me and this is them. So yes, that's, you know, I've been teaching for many, many years and over the years I've edited and rewritten and, it, and it's all information I've channeled from the Akashic Record Keepers. Like yeah. I said, when um, I started more simply and then they were like, let's make this more a five-step system and then let's add the healing and then I had the healing classes like course four and then they were like, no, we're going to take it apart and put it in one, two, and three. <laughs> so <laughs> I have done practiced rewritten and so i think we've come to a place where it's where it's pretty perfected at this point so awesome awesome <laughs> um so debbie's asking are these individual classes or with a group it's a group, it's a group. so do you want to jump in and talk about the workshop we might as well so if you're on the live page you can just click on special offer for those of you who are not you can go to laura.at for slash show for slash lisa nine uh or is it lisa all right there we go so yes this okay. is yeah you're good yep got it so um this is what i consider akasha course one this is where you learn to be guided by your soul's wisdom every day by learning to open the akashic records your akashic records with the five-step wisdom prayer system and so We'll work on things about healing or releasing difficult relationships, about receiving soul guidance to make important decisions. And so many of us have really important decisions to make right now as the world is changing, right? Mm -hmm. um, to clear childhood trauma, hidden blocks, emotional pain. So all of these release these unproductive patterns and unconscious fears. So um, I'll, I'll let you go back and read through the whole um, page later on, but in the workshop, it is a um, six, uh, yeah. six, six, six <laughs> classes, six sessions. Thank you. <laughs> six sessions. Well, I, I really just changed it from six weeks. So I'm like, it's six sessions. We're doing two a week. So it's in three weeks of time. Oh, okay. You're doing two sessions a week. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're two hour sessions. So they're very deep. Um, and we go into all of these, um, pieces. So if you scroll down, you'll see five step wisdom prayer system to clearly access your Akashic record. So it's not, you know, a meditative guess. There are seven Akashic healing prayers to clear and release energy. There will be 12 hours of guidance with Akashic energy to support you in accessing your personal records. An easy to follow manual to keep you on track. Um, of course, you know, more tools to align to the new higher Akashic vibrations, guided meditations for healing and grounding. I give you 30 magic questions to ask when you want to gain more clarity at a crossroads and make a decision quickly or just go deeper into your records. Mm -hmm. So you get um, MP3s of all the calls you can keep on your computer. Um, we have time on the live calls to ask questions of me because I'm, I'm literally teaching you um, in this group. Mm -hmm. Um, online. We do instant teleseminar. So it's not Zoom, but it, there's a whole slideshow. So I basically have everything written and up on the slides. If, so even if you were on your phone, you didn't have your manual with you, 
you could still do the processes and the exercises and the five-step wisdom prayer system. I have that all as a, a whole slideshow. And of course, you can go back. If you miss a week, you can go back and just um, go back and watch and listen to the whole slideshow again, that whole two-hour workshop. Mm -hmm. And so um, we have, um, so I'll go down to bonuses. So you get a 25% savings on an Akashic um, healing reading session with me. So if you're interested in having a private session also, and I always think it's great for students to do some private work, to get a bunch of healing, to get jump started, um, you save $111 from the um, full price. Mm -hmm. And then you also have these bonuses. See, feel, and hear guidance with Akashic Healing. This is a 45-minute um, pre-recorded healing call that I did to help you clear blocks to access your, your sixth sense more deeply. So we open our channels to, clair, to the clairaudience. We work on the pineal to open your clairvoyance, um, do some reconnecting of your clairsentience with your claircognizance, right? To kind of hook up all of our clairs, our, our clairvoyance to our claircognizance, to our clairsentience and our clairaudience. So 45 minutes of me doing healing for you around your, um, your clairs. Mm -hmm. As well as our rainbow shield meditation and we have a private Facebook group just for students. And so the class starts on Tuesday, October 6th. So um, A week and a half. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we meet on Tuesdays and Thursdays at noon Pacific, you know, three Eastern um, It is eight or nine o'clock if you're in England or Europe. Mm -hmm. and 7 a.m. Yep. if you're in Australia. <laughs> so this is a good time for um, the, for the um, European group because yep. the other time I teach is usually at 5 p.m. And so that's great for Australia and New Zealand and such, but not so good for Europe. Europe. So yep. In Europe, <laughs> <laughs> this is the class you want to take. And so, um, so it's one payment of two, uh, 272. So over, um, over $100, $125 or so discount savings on mm -hmm. if you sign up, you know, today with Alara. Awesome. So, so um, somebody was asking, Esther is asking, um, she said, would I get as much out of it as I should with just the replay that work on Tuesday and Thursday and cannot have a two hour lunch? Oh, yeah. Um, can you do an hour lunch? Can you come in for an hour? You know, I would say yes, it is. I mean, the replay, you get everything except for the ability to ask me a question in the moment. Yeah. Exactly. So I would say that, you know, most people don't have a ton of questions. It's kind of fun to be on and you'll hear other people's questions, which are often your questions and you'll hear other people share. So you'll be like, oh, I got something like that too. Mm -hmm. So all of that is very helpful. Um, so yes, you can absolutely do it almost more as a home study. Maybe you get on for an hour if you can, you know, once or twice a week um, and otherwise, you know, it's just perfect. So, and you, but you also have access to the the Facebook group as well, right? Yes. yes. So yes. that that will be and all done. those bonuses, right? And the yes. Facebook group, and you can email me during class. You can access me um, if you have a question, like because you weren't on uh, the class. You can email me and ask your questions too. So yeah. 
Um, Perfect. Yeah. So in Europe, um, in so, London, it was 8 p.m. And, and it would be 9 p.m. in the rest of Europe, right? Yeah, exactly. So the same times that we have our calls here. Oh, right. <laughs> so, you know, 9 p.m. Uh, Central European time for Europe and 8 p.m. BST, you right. know, so in, right. in the UK. Right, because it's, yeah, it's one, one o'clock now in California. So, yeah, that's right. So from noon to two, it's... Yeah, Whatever, um, nine, to, nine to 11. <laughs> so Kat's going to do it. So Kat says, I'm doing it. Laura, I don't know if I should have said that, Kat, because you always send me messages privately. I'm never sure. So oh. I've been listening to Lisa in interviews about two years now. <laughs> Thanks for introducing me to her. Awesome. Yeah, I've known Lisa since 2013, and I took the first course as well in um, person with Lisa when she came to Ottawa way back when in 2014. Something like that, yeah. And then I was gonna take the second course, but I was in the middle of getting married. <laughs> you were busy, it's okay. <laughs> I was busy, I couldn't do it. Um, so it's like, yeah, but definitely. Um, Debbie says, I'm starting a new job the week of the 19th, so I will miss two classes, but you have access to the replays. You have access to the recordings, you have access to the Facebook group, you have access to Lisa by email as well, right? So right. you can you can go back and those links. Um, so every every session has a different link so that each one is going to stay there. So you can go back and watch the whole slideshow. Listen to me for two hours. You could do it whenever it's convenient for you. You know, and again, you could miss one or just do it as a home study because you can only do it on the weekends, whatever, you know, yeah. whatever works. So and you can do it as many times as you want. <laughs> that's right. So a lot of students will do, they'll, they'll kind of go through the whole class and then they'll be like, Oh, I, there, there's so much information. You can just tell, like, I just channel so much information that it's useful to go back and yeah. listen to it again. <laughs> right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, you know, the second time you go through it, you're going to pick up, other information or you'll just be more open and receptive to the information that's coming through you know it's like it's it's weird because the first time we hear some stuff but the second time we hear totally different stuff you know so it's, it's interesting right right so, right no yes. i i always laugh because um a lot there's a, a grace point that i talk about in in the class mm -hmm. and i would say that probably at least half of the students are so focused on just opening their records and getting information, they miss all the other tools. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, so I used to teach a lot here. I live in, in the San Francisco Bay Area. I used to teach usually twice a year locally, you know, and so whenever people want to retake a class, it was only half price. And so I had a lot of students repeat and repeat because they love to be in the energy. They, they realized what they've missed the first time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometimes they come back a third time just to be in the energy, keep going deeper, be in community, you know. So all of that is, um, is perfect and, and yeah. important for us as we're on it. It's a spiritual path. Again, it's a, it's a path. Yeah. Uh, once we are finished with the course, are we able to also help our family members and friends? No, not really. So um, it's a much deeper process. I know that there are a couple teachers who be like, oh, I'll teach you to open your records and open the records of your family. Um, what my record keepers, when they asked me to start the school, said was that we would like people to do their own personal work 
really understand all these different realms that we can go into. And that is Akashic um, self-mastery is two workshops. So this is course one. And then right after I'll offer course two, which takes you and teaches you about past lives and past life healing. It teaches you the quantum healing, moving outside um, of time and space to heal this trauma and to, to reclaim um, soul splinters. All of that is a huge learning in its own right. So first you learn to read, like when you were in first grade. And then when you're in second or third grade, you get to go to the big kid library and take out whatever books you want because now you can read. So learning to read is a process, learn, learning the healing, going into past lives, understanding your soul lineage, your ancestral lineage, your genetic lineage, creativity, um, your soul purpose, all of that is part of course too. That all together is your own self-mastery. Once you understand and can work with all of that, then I actually teach you to be um, a consultant, to open the records for someone else, to open the records for businesses or pets. Mm -hmm. I have a, quite a few people who are animal co communicators and, and have come also to learn to read the Akashic records of pets. Um, and so it really is a very deep and very profound and transformational um, process. And so <laughs> the record keeper said, you know, don't teach it like it's, it's a two hour thing because um, nobody will use it. It's kind of almost invalidating to the energy and the deep wisdom that is stored there and how transformational it can be. So, awesome. so Thank nope, you. a little bit more to do if you want to be a, a, an Akasha consultant. And like I said um, a little earlier, I do teach people um, and train in a seven month program to really start a career and become a certified Akashic record consultant and healer through um, my school, Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom. Mm, beautiful. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for asking that question, Debbie. Awesome. Thank you. But you know, this this course, this workshop is going to help you to start working in your own records. And sometimes, you know, that is where we start to, you know, notice that what else is possible for us, right? We start to ask questions, we start to get familiar with the space, with the Akashic Record space and the energy of the Akashic Records, and start to you know, ask those questions, listen to the guidance and start following that guidance. And then you'll start to see your life start to change and transform. Right, absolutely. So a lot of people do course one and they're kind of off and running and they have a very, you know, great communication with the record keepers. And, and I teach you in course one, you know, especially those 30 magical questions mm -hmm. to go deeper. And so you can really start asking all about your life right, right then and there from, you know, the first session or two. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, absolutely. Good, so that is again available at alara.at4 slash show for slash Lisa9. And the course one starts on October the 6th, right? So definitely you want to be a part of that, you know, start learning how you can start to transform your life, start to transform, you know, um, you know, what's going on with you, you know, and, 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 you know, empowering yourself, right, to do that for yourself. Because a lot of times we can't, you know, sometimes get a session with somebody, we don't have the time or the money or whatever. But now that in this instance, you can start to work on your own life and you're in, in your own records. And I think that's so um, profound. So 
Yeah. Right. I, I completely agree. I mean, I've, I've gone, I do, I still do some readings and healings, but really the record keepers have said to me for years, help us bring this empowerment tool back to humanity because that's what they said. It was pulled away, you know, for mm -hmm. a thousand years and it's time for everybody to be able to understand, you know, why do I have this weird family or why do I feel like I was born into the wrong family or what about my children or, you know, all of yeah. these kinds of things. What, what gifts and talents did I come to share with humanity? All of that is written in your records and you can get all of that in the first course. We go awesome. deep into 12 hours. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> A lot to learn. <laughs> Good, thank you. All right, so we're gonna do uh, healing, right? Yes. So healing to do with relationships, healing to do with burning up some vows. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, perfect, okay. And I don't know what else, so we'll see what else wants to, what, what else is gonna come through with that. We will see what else shows up, absolutely. So let's just, I'll, I'll um, bring everybody into the Akashic Records with me. So if you are in a quiet, safe place, you can just sit back and close your eyes. Awesome. <sighs> Let's take a nice deep breath as we drop down into our heart center. And we invite our soul to come down, fully present down into our physical bodies, coming down, filling our torso all the way down into our hips. We wanna ground down, down our legs as we grow some nice roots out into the world, out into the earth, creating a big kind of tree root system about five feet around, five feet deep. We want your body to feel safe and secure as we move into this divine source realm of the Akasha. And we invite our soul, our spirit to come more fully present as we do this expansive work today. And we ask the divine lords of unconditional love to help us center fully in this moment as we create this sacred space. Please wrap us in your love and protection and allow us to travel to the highest realms of the Akasha available to us today. Please help as we lay our multidimensional hearts open to divine love and release all resistance. Lords of the Akashic Record, please guide us to the deepest truths we can access now. Please help us and support us in healing and releasing that which no longer serves on our true path. And we give great thanks for your divine love and support on this path today. So just let yourself feel the Akashic energy, the Lords, the Masters, as they come and surround us with the beautiful column of Akashic energy and light, keeping us guided, guarded, and protected as we do this expansive work. Hmm. And so I just asked the record keepers, um, to help us to clear and release all the vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience that we have taken through the time-space continuum, all and any lives here on planet Earth, and which we vowed um, 
to not take money for our gifts and talents or the work we are offering to, um, to be celibate, to be chaste. <laughs> Let's get rid of that. That's not, <laughs> doesn't serve us. Um, chastity and obedience. Let's burn all those vows of obedience. So we ask our record keepers just to pile up all those vows. Like I say, I like to see them kind of as a, um, a papyrus scroll and I see them um, piling up. They're piling them all in the center. So it's getting very tall. It's taller than me. It looks like it's a, a big pile of vows about 10 feet tall. And so we just ask our collective record keepers, our group record keepers, to burn all of these vows through all time, space, continuum, all these vows of poverty, chastity, obedience that no longer serve us. You may feel the heat. There's a big fire bonfire right in front of us. I see us all in a big circle around this huge bonfire. So whatever it is you might feel, notice, experience, it's all just perfect. So we just let all those vows be released through all time space continuum. Beautiful. Okay. And then we ask the record keepers to fill us up with the highest Akashic wisdom, light, and energy we can now hold now that we've actually made a bunch of space in our field, our energy field and our records. So we always want to fill ourselves up with the Akashic wisdom, information and light and our own physical level energy. <laughs> I see Alara yawning. <laughs> I always love that. It's always such a, a, a beautiful sign of clearing. <laughs> I, I, I express more in blowing out energy, I find, you know, so everybody has their some people feel goosebumps or yawn. I breathe deep and blow it out. You'll hear me, you know, energetically releasing and my hands go. I clear very much and kind of my light language comes through my hands almost in energetic writing. So just letting all of that go. Aligning back more fully, asking the record keepers to update any other um, We're going to update, I'm asking them uh, vows or contracts. They're saying contracts. So any, we're just updating any um, contracts that are ready to be updated. So they may be more um, kind of around our own spiritual work and around money. I'll do, I'll, then I'll do relationships. So this is a little bit more about those old vows of poverty, chastity, obedience. So we want to update all of that so that we can access um, bye Stevie nice to see you <laughs> oh one of my dear old friends was just here lovely to see her um, so bringing that in realigning updating or upgrading any of the soul contracts we have that are still valid around abundance around money around sharing our gifts and receiving um, a beautiful perfect energetic exchange for that gift or that talent or that work whatever it might be for you and also um, 
updating any contracts. It looks like there's some contracts with our families um, that are showing up that have to do with the obedience and even with chastity. So of course, it's often our parents who are like, don't have sex, right? So we, we sometimes kind of take on these little um, weird vows of, of chastity that we have from religious lives and they get reactivated because maybe our parents were prudes or we had a really religious upbringing that said you don't get to have sex until you're married. And so they're updating any of those um, contracts that are still out there in your life that are still valid because um, we don't want to just delete those contracts because they're valid. We just want to update them so that, that we're not living under our parents' old, you know, no sex for you um, because you're already 40, 50, 60, by whatever, and maybe step more fully into the sexual being that you truly are. One of the reasons we come to life, to, to earth, is we like the physical, right? We like that physical touch, um, love, hugging, kissing, right? Making love. All of that is one of the reasons that we love to come here. So we want to update, upgrade all of those contracts with our partners, our intimate partners, and um, anywhere else that that obedience shows up. So it looks like there's some contracts that have to do with obedience that are not only with the family, there's some with people in the churches, but there's some with people that are showing up um, that are connected to um, their job. So it's not in their business, but it's with maybe their employer or somehow in that job. So we want to update that. Also, rid of those, because that's not useful either. And we want to be able to be the, the big, expansive, creative um, self we are in our work, in our business. We want to access creativity. We don't want to just do what we're told to do and be obedient. We want to also be creative and put our input and be able to think out of the box and come up with better ideas than maybe anybody else in our business has or company has, right? So, Vows of obedience out the door, upgrading all of those, those soul contracts around obedience and chastity and, um, and poverty. Okay. Ooh. How are y'all doing? That's a pretty lot right there. My little crown chakra is buzzing. How's yours doing? <laughs> Okay, let's just take a moment, take a couple of nice deep breaths. We're going to fill everyone up again with their highest Akashic wisdom, light, and energy that you can now hold after clearing and upgrading all those contracts and all those vows. <sighs> Good. Okay. So let's go to um, our more personal relationships. So with our family, um, okay. So not moving forward in personal relationships, feel very strongly that it's time to move on. Um, removing blocks that are stopping you from moving forward on your divine path. Okay, yes, let's definitely clear some of those. Um, 
All right, let's start with that. I want to do um, for Carol, I know I want to do some, let's do some lineage clearing around money too in abundance. That's always useful, right? Because a lot of us have money stuff, um, especially in the crazy world today. Um, oh, good. Thank you, Kat. Kat just said that the job one, right? It's stopping being obedience at your job um, uh, was one of mine. It was tough to identify <clears throat> or describe it. Well done, thank you so much. You are so welcome. Okay, so let's ask the record keepers to help us to go back through our ancestral lineage to clear any, um, like, so the um, Carol who was saying about um, her relationship uh, um, from kind of a, a, a poor country, I, I'm, I'm looking, it's a little ways back. Um, so that's very much in our ancestral lineage. And so let's clear those, um, those kind of beliefs around, I have to work really hard just to survive. It was very much about survival. We'll do some work also around the first shocker, which is also very much about survival. Um, uh, that, um, they're saying something about doing. Um, so um, that feeling um, okay, the feeling that we have to do, 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 always kind of going and doing um, where we really negate that piece of being and receiving and what we know. <laughs> and honestly, I, I also, I'm, I'm right in there with everybody. I know that um, being open to receive and to let the universe, you know, bring it is where and how I want to be. But I'm also kind of a doer by nature, by personality. So I always find that I go to the, what do I have to do to make that happen? I'm open to receive from the universe, but what do I have to do? So it's very funny. I often will go on my Akashic Records and say exactly that. What do I have to do? And they'll laugh at me <laughs> and they'll say stuff like, spend more time walking in the hills, do some more meditation, connect to, you know, earth, to Gaia, to take some more, you know, space and time for yourself. Stop doing all the time. So they wanted me to share that because it's a message for all of us. And that doesn't mean that we don't do when it's time. Um, and, and we also need to be open to receive and to hear and to get that guidance so we can know what the highest and best next step is for us again, which is, you know, why these record keepers are so useful. So let's clear back. Oh, we want to go back through everyone's um, ancestral lineage, clearing these old conscious and unconscious beliefs that we have to do, 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 that we have to work really hard just to survive, that, um, you know, a lot of the energy that comes through the family is that we don't deserve. There's a long ancestral lineage of deservingness, like we felt. Um, and I get this going back probably also into the dark ages and the middle ages where everyone was pretty much struggling except for the super rich, right? And so we felt we didn't deserve because we weren't that. So there's a heavy deservingness that that we've brought through our ancestral lineage over the last thousand years and probably even more. But um, right. Okay. 
Yeah, so um, clearing all of that. And the other thing we want to clear through our ancestral lineage is any curses. So you would be surprised how many people have family curses and that show up either around money or around relationships, very often around money, because what I often will see is, um, say, two brothers fighting over family land after like the father dies. Um, and cursing each other. Like some often the older brother will receive all the land and the younger brother gets to go off and make their way in the world, say, and, and these are old paradigms. These are hundreds or thousands of years old, but, um, but maybe not so much in, I think, is that true in India? Is that still um, kind of the way that the oldest one gets the land and the younger one doesn't or kind of thing? Yeah. So it's old, but it's also, still happening in the world today. And I'm sure, you know, that's one I'm familiar with. I'm sure a lot of other, um, you know, countries and paradigms have that. So these are part of our ancestral lineage. We, in, we inherited and took on these beliefs, right? So just, I really see this beautiful light kind of flowing the way they show ancestral clearing ancestral lineages. It looks like it kind of flows up this um, energetic ancestral tube that looks to me like it's connected to say, I'm using me as an example, my heart and it kind of goes back in time. And so I see this beautiful golden energy kind of burning out the crap and, and then coming back down, filling it with the, the highest, again, Akashic wisdom, light, and energy. So it's actually clearing a lot of these old um, conscious and unconscious beliefs and paradigms that we've been stuck in for a very long time. So just let that clear all the way back up. Um, we'll go back through like 15 generations. That takes us pretty far back. Now let's go back to the first two people, <laughs> 15 generations, apparently not far enough for the record keepers. Go back to the first two people. <laughs> so again, you might feel that as heat, you might feel it as burning or tingling, you know, how this comes through um, to you. Everybody receives energy different but um, I just see that burning back and we ask them to also to burn clear any curses that are in our ancestral lineage around money. So very much about poverty consciousness or somebody cursing our, our great great grandfather, you know, around money or whatever, whatever, you know, that is for, for you and your family lineage. We'll just ask our record keepers to help us with that. Whew, good, and then we fill our ancestral lineage with the highest Akashic light and wisdom that we can now hold, and that comes back down that kind of ancestral tube to us, and then it continues forward for seven more generations. So to your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, etc. down. So um, all of that is also wiped out in with anybody we have, our kids, our grandkids, our great-grandkids. So clearing all of that from that ancestral lineage all the way back to the first two people and all the way down to seven generations. Oof. 
ask the record keepers to help us to ground that in um, uh, into our body with ease and grace. Integrate that all the way down in a cellular level, again, with ease and grace. You want that to come down into the cells because it's like ancestral. It's really deep energy and information. Good. Okay. All right. And <laughs> what else did I say? <laughs> Did I forget something? Oh, I know what we want to do. So we want to upgrade all of our um, our present time relationships. And so I'm just going to ask the record keepers to just, you know, because we're conscious now to help us to be aware of consciously anything that we can do, um, you know, in our relationship realm to to make it, you know, whatever, stronger, more loving, um, more positive, supportive, um, compassionate, all of that, passionate, whatever might be appropriate for that relationship to update and upgrade our um, soul contracts that are still viable, that are still active right now. It's kind of we're bringing it, you know, because they get stuck kind of out of time. And sometimes like, you know, for me, married 30 years, I have to remember to update these contracts. So it's present now at, you know, our age, our children are grown, all of these kinds of things. You know, the contract is different now than it was, you know, 25 years ago when we had three small children, etc. So um, it's important to just ask our record keepers to help us to update them and bring them to present time, the highest and best alignment um, contract that we can now hold and, and have. So whether it's with a, a spouse or a significant partner, maybe you're choosing to upgrade your contract with your children or with your parents, whoever it might be, a, you know, some significant person, a best friend who you feel like you've kind of fallen out of alignment with, maybe you can ask for that to be upgraded too. Nice. Good. And then um, we are going to Ask the record keepers to wrap a time release bubble around us so that this can all integrate on a cellular level over the next three days. So you can have this healing continue with ease and grace. And it's exciting because it's a Friday now and <laughs> probably close to bedtime for some of you. And, you know, really taking a nice Epsom salt bath, um, getting a little extra sleep, eating healthy, all of those things are really useful in helping the energy integrate through the body. So you might even find some old energy moving through your auric field. And if there's kind of some old energy or sadness or upset or any of that, as it moves through the aura, we sometimes experience it. So if you experience any kind of tears or upset or ugh, that you know, that crappy divorce or whatever it might be, just thank it and bless it and, you know, release it. 
Okay, so that's really where the Epsom salt baths and, and such are very, very helpful. And the extra sleep and, you know, <laughs> and healthy organic food, right? All those good things. So beautiful. And then I want to really quickly teach you one more tool. I know we're way running over, but, but everybody's hanging in. So I love you and appreciate you. So let me teach you a great tool, which I call the infinite connection. And um, I was actually, oh, it's actually the, um, the free gift that I'm giving you as a, um, as a downloadable MP3 meditation. So I'm gonna do it kind of quickly here for you so you can feel that, but then go wherever it is on your site, Alara. Yeah, it, and It's and, on the gifts yeah. page so they can access it there. Yeah, so yeah. that's fun. So then you'll mm -hmm. have it as with music in the background and everything. So um, basically the idea is that we can bring our relationships into present time by just um, creating a liquid golden, um, infinity symbol. So if you imagine, of course, you're sitting in a chair, you imagine there's a chair across from you and say your, your spouse or your child or your best friend or your significant partner, whoever it is, you would just imagine a, a, a gold infinity symbol. It's filled with golden liquid light. So it's flowing. It's going from your fourth chakra to their fourth chakra. So I like to kind of create this. I'll, I'll tip my camera down. So I create it from my heart out and then it touches their heart and it comes back as a figure eight flowing back and forth and back and forth, back and forth. And what this does is energetically, it brings us into present time. It helps us to upgrade our, um, our soul contracts because we're in present time. And it also helps us to clear and release old cords or connections we might have with that person that are, that are old, right? So it's great to do with your parents um, if they still treat you like a child, right? <laughs> it's great to do with your boss if he, you know, treats you like, you know, somebody who just started and you've been working with them for, you know, 10 years already. So you can imagine a semicircle with, you know, six chairs and you could just go from one person to the other. I do that with my family, with my husband and and um, four kids. And so I'll do that every once in a while, just to upgrade and update things, especially before the holidays. So here in thanks, you know, here with Thanksgiving and in, in, uh, um, in the US, I, I'll do it or before, you know, any of the other holidays, it's really useful to kind of get everybody and they just get nicer, I have to say, because they feel that pure unconditional love. It's golden liquid light, pure unconditional source love is what you're connecting heart to heart with. So download that as the meditation, you'll get more explanation <laughs> and you can listen to it in a more mm -hmm. calm way. Beautiful, and, I love it, yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, it's something we can do, you know, on a regular basis with our family and friends, but we can also do it with ourselves. You now we can imagine, you know, an avatar of ourselves sitting in front of us and do that for ourselves as well, just to, upgrade our own version of who we are right. or our relationship with ourselves right absolutely beautiful because you know when we go and we do all these different kind of clearings we're changing too so really to um to connect and you can do that kind of with your highest and best even future self mm -hmm. right beautiful. so yeah. so beautiful cool. yeah i love it can we do this with this situation 
Sure. Um, yeah, you can absolutely try it. I, I like to see things kind of as a image and then I can connect to heart to heart with that, that situation, the story that, you know, the, the whatever it is that's going on. Absolutely. Try it out. Play with it. See, you, see yeah, what, see what you get. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Good. Uh, Debbie lighter says, I feel up. lighter already. Good. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, it, it was... Um, you know, when you started doing the work in the Akashic Records and you started bringing the, the energy, oh my God, I'm, I felt like my whole face and like all the energy around my head was just like on fire, you know, on fire. It's like, oh, so I, I actually checked my mirror on my phone. It's like, am I, do I have a rash? Is, there, is, there, is my face okay? It's like, is it? <laughs> well, like I said, you know, they made a big bonfire and we were all standing around. So I, yeah. I'm not surprised at all that you felt that heat on your face, on your body, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yep, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. But uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you look fine. You look <laughs> Thank beautiful. You. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, that was really uh, powerful. And it, like, yeah, I could really feel it. You know, I could feel that the energy of the fire, but I'm not just that I could feel um, the energy like transmuting, burning mm. up those vowels, right? So like, and even right now, I can feel my, my throat feels a little off from before we started, but it's just clearing, right? Just the energy is still clearing. Like you said, it's going to continue for three days, right? We're going right. to be integrating. Right. Yeah. Oh, Deal said my head is still buzzing. Yeah, drink water. <laughs> drink water, take it easy. <laughs> drink water, take it easy, the best you can, right? Yeah. Right, absolutely, yeah. That was great. And if you'd like to work with, you know, Lisa, you know, for in the in the course one, like I said, it's starting on October 6th, so please do take a look at that. Um, it's available at, at alar.at forward slash show forward slash Lisa nine. And it's, you know, it's going to be six two-hour classes within three weeks, so two, two sessions per week. And then, um, then you'll have all the tools you need to start working on yourself, <laughs> to start going yeah. into your Akashic Records, getting answers, asking questions, etc. So that's yeah. awesome. In three weeks. Good luck. Yeah. It's so yeah. exciting when you can do that, you know, when you actually, actually go in and start asking questions and getting the answers or just even just perceiving the energy, right? Just going in and feeling the energy because that's a healing energy as well, right? So just- Right, you're in divine source energy. You're in pure unconditional love. The record keepers are pure unconditional love and they hold you in that energy. That's why when we open the records, many of the students say, you know, they'll do the like the seven, um, healing prayers they'll mm -hmm. just kind of sit in the energy they'll they'll read the healing prayers they'll ask you know the, their record keepers for just support and healing and you can just do that too and receive that healing even if you're not sure and then as you go you know along in the class and you get more information you can ask for more specific healing yeah. or you know get more information so yeah exactly beautiful. i love it thank you and so that, you know, it's, it's available for you. And then this is the time to take advantage of, you know, this time and space that we're in to empower yourself, right? right? This is the time that we can take to empower ourselves so that we can start to create the life that we truly desire, get the answers, get the healing, whatever, whatever you require. And a lot of times it really just is about asking those questions and getting those answers and being in that energy. And that's going to empower you to start changing your life, start asking other questions, start being open to different possibilities. So it's, it's a wonderful time. It really is a one. It really is a wonderful time. If you can see it that way, you know, for all of us, 
you know, spiritual people on the path, it's like, this is a great time to really get clear on who are we, where are we going, where do we want to go, and what can we do to, you know, start getting closer to that, you know, and part of that is going into your Akashic Records, talking to your Akashic Record keepers, getting those answers and start clearing, clearing and healing and so on and so forth. Right. And the lovely thing is so many of us, you know, would want to go in also and ask things like, you know, what other, what other talents or what other gifts do I have that I'm not aware of or I'm not using? Or maybe we mm -hmm. can do some healing around it and reclaim. I teach you how to, to do that also because it's important for us to step more fully into, you know, the powerful soul that you truly are with amazing gifts and talents through you know yeah. billions of lifetimes and so um i can't tell you how many people want to know that you know i cannot tell you how many people want to know what their gifts are what their talents are what their abilities are what their sole yeah. purpose is right i can't tell you how many people still you know are looking for that answer you know so yeah. it's available for you if you'd like to you know choose it so yeah i love it <laughs> I might do it again because like, you know, I did mine back in 2014. It was a long time ago. How long time ago. <laughs> right? No, absolutely. Just come join me online. Just email me and I'll send you a link. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, oh, because, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure things have changed a little bit. I don't, I don't remember back then when I took it, it was, I don't think there were seven prayers. I think there were four or five. I don't think there were like seven, right? Right. So I know More things prayers. have changed more healing, more guided meditations and tools. So definitely, you know, yeah. uh, quite a bit more over the last, you know, seven years. I, yeah. Like I said, it's always there. They keep making me rewrite these things. I know, right? I know. It's great. It's great. It's like updating all the time, right? Right. It's perfect. So they just <laughs> always want to keep the energy current. And, and so I know I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to download two more um, prayers because the prayers are connected the access prayers are connected to kind of star seed lineages mm -hmm. and there are six of them total and they want me to do lyra and andromeda now so awesome um, yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah i remember that now i remember that i remember that piece of it oh yeah hmm. interesting yeah <laughs> Cool. All right. All right. Now I know we're, we're just like chit-chatting because, you know, Lisa and I, we'd, we'd like to chit-chat. Um, but yes, thank you so everybody for all of your questions. You know, awesome. Um, thank you to those of you who are already saying yes, you're going to uh, sign up and, and, and join with Lisa to do the course. Number one. Awesome. Good job. And Lisa, thank you so much again for a wonderful time. I'm so glad you're back from Egypt. So glad you had a wonderful time in Egypt. It was uh, Wow, so so impressive. It's like, wow, how magical was that for you, right? Yes, amazing. And thank you. It's always so fun to be here with you. And thank you for inviting me and allowing me to do group healing because I yes. just love it, right? Oh, that was wonderful. That was that was so powerful. I mean, you saw me yawning, you know, and of course, all the energy I could feel, I'm still feeling it, you know. So just know that uh, you're still going to feel the energy in the process for the next three days. So be gentle with yourself. All right, everyone. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, have a great weekend. And until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Bye. Bye, Lisa. Talk to you Bye. soon. Bye.